Welcome to Home Talk DIY Creators, where we get to know the inspirational people who make up the Home Talk community. I'm your host, Alyssa Shavinsky. We are here today with Jonathan Fong, design and lifestyle expert and one of Home Talk's Facebook Live hosts. Jonathan, welcome and thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for asking. This is so much fun. I'm so excited to talk to you. You have right here on Home Talk, it says, I host the web series Style with a Smile, and I'm the author of Walls That Wow, Flowers That Wow, and Parties That Wow. Could you tell us a bit about those projects? Yes. Uh, well, Style with a Smile started because uh, I wanted to create more and you know have a presence on uh, the visual medium. Uh, and... Because of YouTube and technology now, uh, you know, Facebook Live, YouTube, uh, you don't have to have gatekeepers, you know, i.e. at networks <laughs> telling you you can do something or not. You know, uh, you can create yourself. And so I decided I was going to create my own uh, web series, you know, a television series, uh, because uh, there was nothing stopping me because the technology was out there to do it. So I just started filming uh, myself doing projects, uh, do-it-yourself projects and craft projects and decorating uh, projects and uh, had fun with that. Uh, and it was just really empowering to be able to create my own web content that way. And I realized that Style with a smile, you know, got a huge reach that I actually couldn't even get from cable television uh, because uh, the audience is worldwide and immediate. Uh, you know, when I used to do a lot of HGTV or DIY network programming, we'd film something and then it wouldn't air for another six to nine months, uh, and you didn't get that immediacy. Whereas with my own web series. I'd film it, edit it the same day, and you know, put it out there, and I got immediate results uh, and an immediate audience uh, that could ask questions, you know, on the comments. Uh, so that was really exciting, and, you know, and it got me such exposure. After I did that, yeah, I was cast in a web series for Disney, just on the basis of having my own web series because they saw me host there, so they had me co-host uh, one of their series called He Made, She Made. Uh, and that was really exciting. I was like, wow, it, it, it was sponsored by Target. And it had this big production budget, which was uh, different from what I do normally with my wow. little makeshift studio. Uh, so it was really exciting. And, and then uh, on top of that, uh, uh, of all countries, you know, like, you know, like I said, you know, it, it, you know, it reaches globally. But one country in particular, Israel, saw it and they bought the rights to air it on their version of HGTV. Uh, and uh, so I became like a uh, television personality in Israel because they bought You're the rights. You're an right international TV star. <laughs> it was really weird. And, and I've actually gotten recognized at trade shows, you know, arts and craft trade shows by people from overseas uh, who've seen it. Uh, and uh, I got such a kick out of that. Well, this is just so inspiring because you started just with your own ideas, your own inspiration and a pretty basic setup. And you became an international television star sponsored by Disney, by Target. I love that because of what you said about gatekeepers, right? Like nobody's stopping you. 
It's just a question of having a dream and having the confidence. That's the hardest part, I think, having the confidence to to get started and put yourself out there. Yeah. Uh, everything I do is DIY, and I realize my life and career are DIY, you know, because you just kind of make it yourself. Uh, there That's isn't, well said. Yeah, there isn't anything to stop you these days. There used to be, but... If you want to learn how to do anything, you just have to search on the internet to figure out how to do it. And other people have done something similar and they tell you how to do it. And I think that's really inspiring that you can learn how to do anything uh, from the internet and then you can do it. You know, and you talk about, you know, fear and, you know, people have a lot of uncertainty. You know, can I do this? You know, should I do this? You know, and I learned really early on that you should just do it. And I used to be afraid of messing up. You know, I think a lot of people are afraid of, well, what if I try this and I mess it up? Uh, and I realized that even if you mess up, it's not that big of a deal, you know? Uh, <laughs> when because- you mess up, most people don't notice. It's only the things that do well that become big. Yeah. And when you do mess up, I think people kind of like you more. <laughs> <laughs> it's relatable. Yeah. So, so I'm not that afraid now uh, because I've messed up a lot. And then when you messed up and you realize that the, end, the world didn't come to an end and you actually learn something from it, then it, it, it's it's pretty great. So I've never been afraid to really try anything uh, because... It usually is a good thing. Wow, that's a very different perspective, but it's it's. I think it's what people need to hear. It's I can say it's what I need to hear. Yeah, you know what inspired me. I think this is a, a strange thing, but the movie Flashdance uh, is what if I. <laughs> of course. Yes, that's one of my great DIY movies. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny with all the music and and dancing and silly plot. But there was one plot point when I was sitting watching that movie that that was just an eye opener for me. And you know, as you remember, the the plot is that Alex, you know, Jennifer Beals wants to be a ballet dancer, uh, but to do it, she has to audition for it. And she keeps backing out of the audition because she's afraid that when she auditions, it'll show that she really wasn't that good of a dancer after all. So it's that fear of the failure that stopped her. And then when she finally got past that, she made it. And when I saw that, I realized that it was the fear of failure that was stopping me. So I decided, after seeing Flashdance... That I would not let that fear stop me. That I would just try to do it and see what happens. So I've let that guide me throughout my creative life. You've done so many things and they are, they're just awesome. What do you want to do next? Where, what else do you want to try? You know, I would love to do merchandising. I would love to have product with my name on it in the stores. Uh, I've I would buy that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I would you know, absolutely I think, buy your stuff. Well, I I have like a different perspective and a, you know my brand I guess that I've helped establish uh through the years is, is a quirky fun uh kind of out of the box type of brand. Uh, so I'd like to come up with product that you know is along that 
brand identity. Your DIY projects are very colorful, but also they're so whimsical. There's something really fun about them that you don't always see. Your DIY is so much fun. I think that that would really make you stand out, and would also, I think, it warms up the home. You know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's what I try to do. I, I love whimsy and color, and I don't like to take things too seriously. So I love projects that are like that and products that are like that. So you know, I think there's certainly a, an audience for that because not everybody wants. Yeah, you know, this the same thing. I I love having that fun and whimsical spirit in everything I do. You know, even how I dress, and you know, it's it's just, it's just how I live. You know, my home is very uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. You know, it's just a lot of <laughs> color. I can picture and, it. <laughs> yeah, so that's just who I am, and I've, and I've been like that not my whole life. You know, it, it just kind of evolved, and I'm still evolving. That's something that I'd love to ask you about.、Uh, how would you encourage and inspire people to find their own identity and their their own creativity, sense of style? You know, for people who who want to evolve the, themselves. Right. I would recommend listening to your heart. I, all my life, I think I've had a creative inkling. Uh, and I wanted to be creative, but it was really bottled up in me because I had to s- suppress it. Yeah, I had a very、uh, traditional immigrant upbringing、uh, where yeah, I I studied math and sciences, and、uh, I was very very academic、uh, because that's the way I was brought up to be, and that I needed to、uh, only really pursue that type of career.、Uh, And I never did anything artistic、uh, at all、uh, growing up. I didn't take art classes. I didn't do arts and crafts.、Uh, and then all through college, you know, I got a business degree,、uh, and you know, I didn't even think about pursuing、uh, what I was you know, feeling in my heart. But I kept suppressing it. And it really wasn't until you know, I started working. And I was a young adult that I kind of couldn't、uh, bottle it up anymore, and I took baby steps. So I think if people take baby steps in listening to their heart, that part of them grows, and that part of me just kept expanding my, my、uh, creative impulses, my creative desires, and I just trusted my heart a little bit more that. I didn't have to follow、uh, what I had been, you know, indoctrinated, if you will, to、uh, be like. This is such、up. a familiar story. I grew up in Queens, and I was always trying so hard to do well in school and to please my parents and my teachers. And it took so many years for me to figure out what I wanted to do and to connect with my heart. And with things that were more creative, to get past just trying to get good grades or trying to be like the perfect American, you know, business person, or I considered being a lawyer. It it took a long time to listen to myself and what I wanted to do, and it it did start small. You talk about、uh, that small voice or listening to your heart a little bit. 
it's been a real process to figure out how to listen to myself and then trust myself and then really go into it and not care what what everyone else is doing. Right. And, you know, it's a process. And it was for me. You're listening to Home Talk DIY Creators. Today's episode features Jonathan Fong. To see more from our interview with Jonathan or to leave a comment about today's show, check out our posts at blog.hometalk.com. We read and write back to all your comments. Yeah, and I really will stick in public uh, for really no reason at all. I have no problem with that. <laughs> you must be so much fun at parties. You know, I, I, I'm really not that fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that fun either. We would be good friends. <laughs> yeah, pe- people think I'm, I, I'd be a lot more fun than I am, but I really, you know, I'm really quite normal. <laughs> And that normality is so inspiring because it makes me think that I can do what you do. You've made these amazing projects, but you're a normal person. Um, so maybe I can make some amazing projects too. That That's my train of thought when I meet people like you. Right. Yeah, uh, I think that you, you hit it on the head. If I can do it, anybody can. And, and that's how I've always felt because you know, people may think that I'm really creative and have this wild imagination. But you remember, I started off as a chemical engineering major. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I eventually got out of that. But really, I got into school as a chemical engineering major uh, because I really was very academic and I had not a creative bone in my body at the time. Well, I didn't think I did. Uh, so when, It's a muscle you exercise. Yeah, uh, and it's it's a, a freedom really to to let yourself go, and I th- I think everybody has it in them. And when I've done things, you know, my DIYs. When I first started decorating my house, I didn't have really many skills. You know, I could cut, I could tape, I could glue, <laughs> uh, just, just basic things like that. You know, I couldn't even cut a straight line. Uh, so when I straight did, lines are overrated. <laughs> I remember in, in grade school, you know, we were having to cut things out, and, and uh, my teacher said, yeah, "Oh, just let somebody else do that because <laughs> I really could not cut uh, in a straight line." Uh, so, so when I do my tutorials, they're really, really simple for people that anybody could do because I don't have the skill set to do complicated things. I, you know, I have a crazy imagination, so I use that, but my skill set is pretty limited. So if my skill set is limited, you know, I think other people are way more creative, and they just don't know it. And they're more creative than me, and they just don't know it, because you know, I'm not all that. Well, I think you're pretty great, but what what makes you special is that you've really connected to your creativity and your heart and you're going full speed with it without very much negativity um and that's that's just so cool but you're not like a super human straight line cutter or (laughs) there there are people who just don't sleep at night and i look at them and i think well you know elon musk is sending people to mars but like he doesn't go to sleep ever so uh it's not relatable um (laughs) Uh, but one thing I want to add, just a, a dose of reality, because I never want to, I want, I don't never want people to think, oh, he followed his dreams and, you know, he's, 
like super successful now. You know, I followed my heart, but I also made sacrifices because I left a high-paying creative director position in advertising. Uh, and there have been hard years and good years. But I have to remind myself and I remind everybody else that it has been worth it. What I've done, I, I have felt I felt connected to people like I've never felt before because I've been able to share ideas. I've been able to share my mind and see people create things uh, through my tutorials and then send me photographs or give maybe stories about what they did for their 90th, their mother's 90th birthday because uh, of this idea that they saw of mine. And I've been able to connect with people the way I was never able to do with my corporate job. And although I made financial sacrifices for that, I would not change what I've done because it has enriched my life and made it better. So, you know, I don't want to paint a rosy picture that, you know, everything has been perfect. You know, it hasn't. But I love my life because of that. Because the sacrifices were worth it and the trade-offs were worth it and money only takes you so far. Uh, it's important we need to pay our bills. We need certain things, but there's nothing like community. There's nothing like connecting with people who, who like you because you've expressed who you really are. There's nothing like being who you really are. All of that. Yeah, there's a wonderful community out there for the people who want to create. Uh, and it, it's, uh, it's really supportive uh, and it's filled with good people. Uh, and you know, I'll get on my little soapbox again about creativity. You know, creating is such a wonderful thing. Creating is the opposite of destruction. There's so much destruction in this world, and I feel that when we, we create, no matter what we create, you know, if it, if we're painting, if we're creating music, if we're creating poetry, just by creating, we are counteracting the destruction that's going on, and it's a good thing. You know, it. Cosmically, it's it's really important that all of us creators keep creating. Yes, yes, 100% this. With everything going on in the world and with so many people responding to this with sadness, you know, it's hard to watch all the destruction happening now and, and in general. The world sometimes can seem a little bit dark and creativity is, as you just said, the exact opposite of that. We can counteract that darkness by making things that are new and beautiful and working together. Yeah, this community uh, of creators has really brought together people of you know, different faiths and uh, political bents. Uh, and you know, for that brief moment or, or that period that we're creating, you, know, you don't think about the differences in all of us. You know, uh, we all come together. I mean, I think it's very kumbaya for me to say that, but but it's true. Uh, and yeah, that's the experience I've had uh, in uh, you know social media uh, and connecting with people because I'm really connecting with you know all types of people. And then you know, if you think about how my web series was uh, bought in, in Israel and uh, it was shown, and you know I was getting emails from 
all types of people in the Middle East. <laughs> and, oh, wow. Uh, and it's really cool. And I, and I used to joke that, oh, I'm bringing peace to the Middle East uh, with arts and crafts. Uh, but in, in a little way, it you know, may have been possible, you know, because... Uh, it's at, so universal. Uh, yeah. At, at, in our hearts, we all crave the same thing. <laughs> this is especially true of DIY. Uh, because when I think of the ways that I connect with people, so many of them are politicized or um, kind of specific to who and where I am, right? Like I'm a Jewish woman in New York at the moment who uh, writes and, you know, that's all very specific to me. But when I connect to DIY, I'm meeting people from uh, the Midwest, I'm meeting people from all over the world, and we're, we're connecting around paint chips, you know? Like yes. we're, we're, we're connecting around things that are are so universal and not at all divisive. You know, we're we're all um, living in in homes or in spaces that we're trying to make nice. We're all trying to exercise our creativity. It's it's anti-divisive. It's it's we're connecting around these um, most common things. This really is very kumbaya. I didn't realize we'd go this far. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Well, it's important, you know, to to remember that uh, what we do in the creative DIY community is important. You know, it's not just this frivolous thing where we're, we're making things. You know, it's uh, it, it's a valuable thing that we are contributing to the world. And anybody who mocks you because you craft or because you knit or or anything like that is ridiculous. Because what we do is so important. It's more than a hobby. It's uh, a life-affirming activity. It really is. Jonathan, this was just so inspiring, and uh, it's so much fun to meet you. Thank you so much for talking with me, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to Home Talk DIY Creators. We'd love to hear from you. Please leave a comment in the reviews for this podcast on iTunes. Every review means so much to me and to the guests who come on the show. You can find more interviews with DIY creators, including notes and photos from today's show, on the Home Talk blog at blog.hometalk.com. Our special guests read and write back to the comments regularly. So look for the post about today's show and let Jonathan know how he inspired you. And for more DIY creators, just click subscribe on iTunes.